The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck. Like a rugged half-ton Tundra, workhorse by nature, power horse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to help fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma, delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. Plus, when you buy a Toyota truck, you buy Toyota dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. We bring you none of the hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, it's awesome to be here with you today on the BetQL Network. Mostly because it beats being outside. Snowing here in the Northeast in New York and Connecticut, respectively. Hopefully dry wherever you are consuming this fine program in this fine world of ours. On this show, every game, game seven, no hot take BS. We bring you bets. We bring you sports. And we're coming to you live today from all the usual spots. The Odyssey app. The BetQL app. Simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports. Twitch.tv backslash BetQL. And we'll we'll tell you about YouTube and Twitch coming up in a moment. It is a Friday. People know, know what that means. And we are heard watching? on radio stations nationwide. What were you, what were you changing uh, the channel to? I wasn't changing it. I've had the TV on for a while. And I get the, no, like the notification comes up. Like press a button basically or the TV will turn off. So the TV was going to turn off, so I just pressed oh, a button. You can't have that. You can't have the TV turn. Not at, not at a time like this. <laughs> not at a time like this. daytime programming on. Yeah. <laughs> well, what do we have here? I have NBA Today on. I just yeah. leave the TV on all day while I'm in my office. So yeah, it was about to turn off, so I decided I'll— Jalen Brunson on the Knicks Pantheon. That's what we all want to know. Yeah. 
Yeah, I just, uh, I don't think he is. Really good player. I hope he gets there. That would be really awesome. And yeah. we are on radio stations nationwide, including Sirius 160 and XM205 on satellite radio. Ken and I are here bringing you the wagertainment. We're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com and do so on this F3. Three words that all start with the letter F. Phenomenal football Friday on the eve here of the best football weekend of the year. Divisional weekend in the NFL postseason. January 19th in the year of our Lord, 2024. The show is on Twitter at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram at The Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X at Lockie Lockerson. And on this Phenomenal Football Friday, we're going to bring you five phenomenal guests and we can't wait to talk to all of them four of which are regulars here on you better you bet sam paniatovich nesson fox sports chicken dinner podcast giving us football bets for the weekend evan silva established the run football bets for the weekend he texted me a lot of bets can't wait to talk to evan about the games brad evans our stadium teammate giving us his favorite prop bets for the weekend in the nfl give us some college hoops as well matt moore from the Action Network in the Power Hour, giving us NBA bets for tonight, including with the Celtics and the Nuggets. NBA Finals preview? Maybe. We'll talk about all of it coming up with Matt Moore. And making his You Better You Bet debut today. One week to the day that Kevin Harlan made his You Better You Bet debut. Oh, yeah. Ian Eagle joins You Better You Bet to start the Power Hour today. Some would say the most powerful in the history of Power Hours. Those people. All right. Oh, yeah. Iron Eagle, 6 p.m. Eastern here on You Better You Bet. Plus, coming up later this hour, by virtue of the fact that we have two guests today in the Power Hour and only four football games, Divisional Weekend, we're going to give you our bets side and total for Divisional Weekend later this hour on You Better You Bet. Coming up in hour number one, Texans and the Ravens, Packers and the Niners, Bucks and the Lions, Chiefs and the Bills. Side and total analysis coming up for those games and our bets, 40 minutes, literally like from, from right now. We are also today going to bring you with four games this weekend and only eight teams remaining, a monster teaser for divisional weekend in the National Football League. And I think it's going to be so monstrous that we will combine one with sides and totals in it. And we are going to search for the perfect monster teaser for this weekend. We look forward to that. Um, as I referenced earlier, it's a Friday. And for the people watching the show on YouTube and Twitch, uh, send us your favorite football bet for the weekend. Anything for divisional weekends in the NFL, a side, a total, a, par a prop, a parlay, a teaser, a same game parlay, your favorite bet for this weekend in the National Football League in any of the four games. Type it into the chat on YouTube and Twitch. Alex Fasano will be combing through the chats, and we will read your bets coming up later in the show. We'll talk about them, and we'll shout you out on the air. So start sending them in, your favorite football bet for the weekend in any of the four uh, games coming up divisional weekend here in the NFL. And in the Power Hour, in addition to Ian Eagle and Matt Moore, we'll also give you all our bets for tonight in the NBA, the National Hockey League, maybe even a little college hoops. We are locked and loaded here. Phenomenal Football Friday. Ken, best sports weekend of the year, in my estimation, on the horizon. It's a great day to be alive, except for the snow. How's it going? Right. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's going to end up being like the best sports weekend of the year with the games that we have, but we'll certainly make the best of it. Uh, I don't know if the games are going to play out that way. Uh, I'm not expecting them to play out that way, but it's, uh, it's always fun. Four NFL playoff games in the same weekend is always great. Did you... 
Uh, did you wind up watching a lot of NBA? It was kind of a, it was a weird night in the NBA. I think people would look at the final scores and even look at the matchups going into last night and be like, pass. Like I'm way good on on this, you know, like five six games and and not the marquee matchups like not what we have tonight with Nuggets and Celtics kind of dominating the conversation. Uh, did you end up watching any NBA last night? Yeah, well, I'll give you like a really selfish answer to the question. As we watched the next game. Uh, I watched I watched yeah. the Knicks game and then I watched like the very ugh, just I mean like. The Knicks didn't deserve to cover last night. Like, Washington was frisky basically the entire game. But at the end of the game... game, Four minutes left, something like that. But at the end of the... And there were were a couple times, like, in the third quarter where, like, the Wizards cut it to one and Thibodeau would call timeout. So the Knicks, like, did not deserve to cover. Also, they were up by, like, nine and Washington called timeout with, like, three minutes to go. And I'm thinking, oh, my God. Like, I... I, It's, like, 50-50 at this point that I cover the spread. And, alas, it was was not meant to be. So, yes, I watched the Knicks game last night. And then uh, I had uh, Utah plus three and a half against OKC and got to watch just, like, the miserable endgame scenario of all time with, like, 17 opportunities for Utah to fall inside the number, miss all of them, and then Markkinen gets a rebound with, like, a second left and just like, yeah, you know, we'll just dribble the clock out and lose by five. So, yeah, I watched some NBA. I, wa- I watched, watched my bets lose. Yeah. That's what I watched Jeez. last night. Yeah, I, wa- I watched NBA. Jerk. This is this is what I watched. Uh, yeah, it, I, I don't think... I don't think a lot of people probably think like impactful stuff happened last night in the, in the league, like the thunder off those two losses, beat the jazz. That's probably the most interesting thing. Um, just like a really interesting result and a, a team that I've like tried to wrap my brain around uh, the last couple days. Like, what do I want to, what am I doing here? Am I betting this team to like win awards? Well, how do I think they're going to finish uh, is the Pacers. And they beat the Kings last night in a game that they had absolutely no business with and nobody playing in the game. I think a lot of the betting market was certainly, like playing both the injuries and the idea that the Kings were off two really like pretty humiliating losses, right? one of which caused their coach to bring out like the, the laptop and show it to the media. Uh, and then, and then like an even worse loss, honestly, like the next game. Uh, so it just they hadn't played well and the Pacers beat them. And it was supposed to be the Tyrese Halliburton return game, except he didn't even play last night and they traded for Pascal Siakam and he didn't play last night either. And so uh, I just, they won, they win the game. And, and the, just the most interesting thing to me is the middle of the Eastern Conference. So your Knicks like occupy one of these spots, right? There are three teams at the top of the East, Boston, Milwaukee, Philadelphia. You can put Milwaukee and Philadelphia, whatever order you want. No one's touching them. Like they're the top three. They're going to win the most games. Like that's one, two, three. But like who's four? Doesn't matter. Who's like, who's four, five, six, seven, honestly, between New York, who played last night and won. Indiana, who again gets Halliburton back and gets Siakam soon and is already in the mix for those spots. Miami and Cleveland, who are all playing really, really well right now. And if the answer to who is number four turns out to be the Pacers, and let's say they win, I think their win total in the market is like 47 games, something like that. Like, is that good enough for them to win something, any postseason award? And what the hell would it be? Because <laughs> I, I just think. I think people are dying to give this team something, even if it makes no sense and it would violate like a bunch of historical parameters. It's almost like, well, I know we usually do that, but boy, I like Indiana. Let's give them this award. I actually kind of feel like that's where we're headed with this team, but I can't for the life of me figure out which one it's going to be. So I, I went through all of them. I haven't bet any Pacers to do anything this year. And so far I've been right. And I think I'm going to be right, but they, they like keep me up at night. Like I like do it. Like, am I, is this going to be a thing? 
Like, are they are they going to win like fifty games, and someone's going to talk themselves into kind of like something that doesn't make sense? But like, got to give this team a trophy. Like, they're fun. They're awesome. They almost beat the Lakers in the in season tournament. So they beat the Kings last night, and without anybody to win a game like that, again, sets them up to maybe have like a big second half of the season. So I'm I'm spitballing here. Like, I don't know if Carlisle could win Coach of the Year only only because, and I know this is not how you pronounce his name, and I don't care. I like to pronounce it like this: Daniel okay. with Oklahoma with Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah, like, if if they're or, if or they're, Dagnalt. Or Dagnall. Yeah, but yeah, but it's not as fun. Like the way it's spelled, it should be like like it should be like pronounced like oh, in the yes. French way, like like Daniel. Daniel, yes, of yeah, course. Ma, ma, yes, Daniel. Yes. I mean, look, you spell your name like that. That's how it should be pronounced. Like, sorry, I don't make the rules. That's phonetics. Um, so I feel like Dag or Dagnalt or whatever his name is is gonna. Uh, I think he's. I guess it's like it's him or Finch, right, for Coach of the Year with those two teams. They're wagons right now in the Western Conference. So last night. Benedict Matherin had a really great game for the Pacers and, like, started for Indiana in the game. And now, like, with Siakam coming in, like, Matherin's going to go back to the bench, right? Like, what about Matherin, who scored 25 last night? And it feels like with him, it's always kind of been, like, a confidence thing. When's he going to figure it out? And he's, he's, as the kids would say, he's a bucket. Um, I don't know if there's enough. Are are there enough kind of— are there enough shots? Are there enough shots to go around? Like, are there enough basketballs? Like, enough mouths to feed right. in Indiana for Matherin to kind of get his? He's kind of like the first place that my mind went, right? Because I think kind of you've been saying all year that um that Halliburton's like too good to win Most Improved Player. I don't know yeah. if Carlisle can surpass any of the other the, the top candidates for Coach of the Year. Uh, Matherin was the guy that came to mind because I know he had a really good game last night. And like, can he keep this going for a really fun team and just like score twenty plus points a game? And is that enough to get him over the finish line? Yeah, so it, it definitely could be. Um, he would be one of the players. So the, the markets that I'd be considering, that, the one that you mentioned, Matherin for sixth man, uh, Carlisle for coach, and we can talk about maybe why that's a bad idea or that he could win. Um, and then Halliburton for either most improved or clutch player of the year just because everyone wants it to be so, so they'll just vote for him. And it's again, it's the second year of that award. There is there is no historical track record. They could just give it to the – they could give it to him because they decide they want to give it to him. That's that's why they could do it. And, uh, and I it's just like – does, is everyone just going to talk themselves into this because they're such a likable team? So I think, like, if I was going to order the ones that seem the most likely, God, like, which one would be first? So Carlisle, the problem here is, like, I think Finch is way more likely to win than than Dagnall. Uh, they're going to have, like, the best record in the West. Like, I feel, like, pretty confident that's going to happen. They are really a wagon, and the Thunder are extremely good, too. Those two teams play, uh, I think, this weekend, actually. Uh, that game might even be tomorrow, now that I think about it, and or at least coming up really soon. And maybe the Thunder can, like, pass them in the Western Conference standings or Denver, who will be heard from at some point. Um, but, like, Finch, like, he's not the favorite in the market. And one thing to keep in mind with, I, I bring up, just talk about NBA awards in general, just one thing for people to keep in mind right now, uh, we had really, like, we started to get good polling toward the end of the NFL season, where you had a really good idea what people might do in the final few weeks. In hockey, we have hockey. We have better polling than like in politics. Like, we have better polling in hockey about who's going to win the awards. Greg Wyshynski, who works for ESPN, low does bar a poll, like every month. Low bar right. to clear. <laughs> like, did you know Hillary Clinton like, actually won in 2016? Did everybody well, know that? We had plenty of polling, though. It's just the polling didn't have the right cross sections with like education background and stuff. <laughs> it's, so, like, it's, like a, it's, it's like a Seinfeld routine. We had it was, the polling. <laughs> we but, had some polling. But, yeah, but but, but 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 did it have all the cross sectioning in it? We didn't have the cross sectioning, but it had the poll. But it was but 
it had the polling. Uh, hockey, I, we have an, an NHL.com does this like trophy trackers. We have an incredible idea of who's ahead for every NHL award. Every week, we like know who's ahead and we know who's in second. We know who's in third. It's unbelievable. We don't have one aside from the one Bontemps MVP poll. So maybe MVP exists in its own universe. Even then, I don't think anybody has a clue who's ahead in anything right now. I don't think anybody knows. There is no consensus polling on this at all. Everyone's writing their like mid-season think pieces right now, and they're all trying to be contrarian, and they're all saying things that aren't going to happen. Like I, I read all of them. Very few of them make a lot of sense. None of them agree on anything. And they're all trying to be like, well, this guy's like probably going to win, but I'm going to go with this other guy. It's like, oh, okay, cool. The guy who won't win. Let's write that one down. So it just it's it's really weird. It's all guessing. It's all guessing right now. And when there's guessing, it means the prices can all be, the hockey prices are going to be fine because we have polling every five seconds on who's ahead with the people who actually vote. Basketball, we have no polling on anything. Yeah. You think Dagnall's the most likely coach to win? There's no evidence of it. He could be in fifth right now. We have no idea where people are at with this. You think Maxi's definitely winning most improved? Nobody knows. Nobody has any idea. You think Gobert's that far ahead for defensive player of the year? Probably, because there's nobody else who's really good. But like, we have no, we have no clue. The six man, who's going to win, period? Who's eligible? Nobody knows. <laughs> nobody has any idea. So it just, it, these, these are actually kind of fun, Mark. If you have guesses, and the Pacers could be some of your guesses, uh, incredible markets to bet into right now, because nobody knows anything. I don't know anything. Voters aren't talking. There are too many of them. Nobody's, there's no consensus polling. Fun markets to bet into. Uh, I saw Rudy Gobert referred to, I think it was on Twitter, as the Stifle Tower. That was when he was with Utah. That's an old nickname I, of his. Yeah. I, I don't think I've ever seen that before. I think I, think yeah, I kind of like When he first came also, to the league, like, like first the year, stifle, second year, the that's when he, that's before everybody hated him. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then he tried to stifle COVID nineteen, and, and yeah. he was unable to. And should we call the shorthand for the TBSP, like we, the Tim Bontemp straw poll, the tablespoon? Oh, got a new, got a new tablespoon, got a new recipe. Got a new got, well, we, well, we need a new tablespoon, yeah. so we know what the hell's going on. All right, on the other side, we'll continue to roll through the world of sports. Bets for the NFL coming up later this hour. Have you heard of Nordic Knots? the Scandinavian rug company that has become the insider brand gracing some of the most beautiful homes around the world. With rug designs by some of the world's leading designers and a signature collection of wool and jute rugs in modern colors. But Nordic Knots is not just about great design. Their mission is to make quality rugs that last, with no compromises. Goodweave certified, handmade pieces woven in all natural materials. At NordicKnots.com, it's easy to find a rug that's just right. A curated collection in lots of colors and sizes to choose from. Even custom sizes are possible. So, whether you're the type who loves the understated elegance of their luxury essentials or the bold statements from their top designer collaborations, you can't really go wrong. Oh, and don't tell anyone, but right now, you can get a free sample with the code INNERCIRCLE. NordicKnots.com. 